Camelbacks, Draft Hacks, and the 80s are back on episode 8 of Get Carded. weekend joe i know you've made a few hikes yourself a couple let's just say that okay well that's exactly how many i've done a couple <laughs> and this last weekend i was in i was in scottsdale with uh with 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 my beautiful lady and another uh uh two other couples and and uh the place that we were staying was on the base of camelback uh on the opposite side uh, of the Phoenician, so I think no, it's the no exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Echo Canyon. Yep. So we go out the night before, of of course, to this place, and we were texting actually at the time, uh, you and I. But I don't think it was the same place. It was called Sushi Roku. And I was talking about the Rokery, two totally different places. And we uh, had a couple of sake bombs and some. Like, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, we we uh, celebrated someone's anniversary at the table but it was no one's anniversary sure. it was like that you're kind good of and loose we, yeah. yeah so we wake up and we end up going down to echo canyon the base and we're like yeah we're just gonna hike this mountain no yep. big deal camelback um so we, we get dropped off there and and we walk up with with one 12 ounce you know, it's Bottle funny because water. I saw that picture on Facebook with you guys, what I assumed was at the top of Camelback, and like you did have that one little bottle of water, and it looked like you guys were like dressed to the nines. Like you guys <laughs> weren't dressed to go hiking. It looks like you were more dressed to go like to brunch. Yeah. So, okay. so uh, Nike running shoes. Um, at the at the base of the mountain, they drop you off, and, and, it's, and it has this thing. It says double, uh, double black diamond trail. Yep, and I'm like, okay, like we're not skiing down this. Did someone paste this here? Is this just like a, is this one of those joke poster kind of things? So then we start walking up, and I'm, you know, pretty confident. I'm like, I'm in shape enough. Like I'm not running any marathons, but I can hike a trail. What time of day was this? Uh, a, a, not late, but okay. it was nine. Okay, nine thirty. Starting to warm up. It was starting to warm up. So so we're going up. You go past one of these bases first where it's a really flat wall. You, you, you climb up this area where all of a sudden you need a railing. With the, that was that one at the base when I looked up and I saw the railing with like the f- chain link fence. I don't know if they yes. still have that chain yeah, link no, fence Yeah, no, they there. do. But like, I'm like, you want me to do what? So yeah, right there, mine it was just already kind of like mine. That's the beginning. I know. That is like the beginning. And then, and then you know, you just start ascending. And I'd say halfway up. Half, halfway up from a timing perspective, I start to, I feel my heartbeat in my chest and I literally have like a mini panic attack. I'm like, what's going to happen? Like if I pass out right now, who the hell is going to save me? There's no, like, I understand there's helicopter. I don't even know where a helicopter would land. <laughs> like they'd have to have, make a machine that was like, I don't know, went They'll up drop the side you a of the ladder. Mountain. Yeah. One of those buckets down that you got to mm-hmm. like, hug. I ended up didn't seeing one. And I, I think the average is one a day. So one person dies a year on the mountain and one helicopter ride a day. And apparently it's not, it's not cheap. No. I don't think they have the Uber copter in Scottsdale yet. So you can't just order one. And I don't think they would take you to the hospital anyways. Regardless, my, my lady was like, uh, you can do this. You can, I'm like, ah, I'll catch up. 
Yep. And that was that was almost my moment, my almost my excuse to be like, yeah, I just had a injury or something. I totally. looked it up online here. There's a guy who routinely makes it up and down the mountain in about 30 minutes. Well, and that's what I was going to ask if you saw any of those guys that run that thing. Yeah, people uh, we, run we up saw and some, down that thing. We saw some people moving really quickly yeah. up and down. So, yeah, that was uh, that was absolutely the case. Um, but yeah, when you're at the bottom of that, when you're at the bottom of that mountain and you look up and you see, like I said, that was me when I saw the railing and you're just on the edge of walking around that. Like I was just like, you're gonna have to drag me up this thing. For My sure. when you get to the top, like you can go down the backside, totally different route down. I'm like, oh, why the hell did we not go up this way? You know what? So uh, that was shut down. <laughs> oh, nice. So you had to go back down the going down Which, was just as hard. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. I was yeah. happy to go down. <laughs> I was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Like I was like, give me off this thing. I'm, give me these coins. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. So from that perspective, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't anxious at all. But but midway through that thing, and midway from a timing perspective, I think we were probably two thirds of the way. You keep looking up, and you're just like, I'm there. How, like, no, yeah. I was like, how am I ever gonna get? Oh, there? I just thought like the the top never like moved or like it always just seemed like it was the same. And I was yeah, like, for me it felt like it was continuously a long ways away. <laughs> continuously a long a long ways away. So this is an this is an interesting night. Another thing that can cause some anxiety. We were gonna go right into uh, draft mode, but uh, this is the first this is the first cast that we've done from a live perspective. So YouTube, Facebook, you see on you see Facebook. Joey, I do. You do. You see it on uh, Denari, or do you see it on in Brandon Enriquez? Or you I'm see watching it off of Denari right now. You are. I wonder if, if mine's even up. And Connor, uh, you're you're Insta, you're Insta living. Yep, we are on Insta as well. Man, we're we're covering a lot of social media platforms right now, worldwide. This is not. I don't have any anxiety over this, which is crazy because on the mountain, I literally thought. I was the weekend in terms of like I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> my face <laughs> is losing. I was pinching myself. I was literally, I was not telling anyone that I was with that I was doing these things because yep. I'm way tougher than that, obviously. I think actually everyone there knew that I wasn't, but. You probably aren't the only person or people suffering from anxiety, though, this week either. That's true. Before we get to how anxious you can feel, were you going to say that when you went up that first thing with the pole that you felt a little like how am i going to do this too yeah well just we got dropped from an uber right in that's probably the same spot you did where you look up and you see that thing but once you get to that area you're like well shit like the path is like four feet wide and you're, you know they have a fence there just because it's probably the closest thing to the edge but um once you get going then it was like midway through it then you're just like just push through it so right my anxiety was at the bottom hmm. okay got it well like you said there's a lot of anxious moments we all uh, we all go through, but but one of them that's going to be apparent for a lot of college kids this this week is at the NFL draft. Now, I haven't been this excited to actually watch a, uh, a draft or be a part of a draft ever. Yeah. Um, you're probably a lot more up to speed than I am. Connor, I know that you, and welcome back, by the way. I'm well, glad, I appreciate it. I'm glad, well, first of all, none of us had to bail you out. Yeah, we were 50-50 on uh, whether or not you were coming back. Oh, no. I took all my winnings and bailed myself out. Nice. <laughs> the um, I know you follow the draft uh, pretty closely for a number of reasons, but a big one is because of how these players end up uh, on on Madden in terms of their ratings, right? 
Yeah, so a lot of players get interviewed and they kind of get pre-draft Madden ratings, which is fun to watch in the videos because there's always the dudes that are like, oh, my speed's an 84, I'm at least a 93. Uh, and generally uh, in... It's crazy draft. how many people get butthurt by that, though. I think it's awesome. I, I, I just I put me in too. a game one time. I would probably be just as upset as they are. Third but, string long uh, snapper. So the general consensus is the higher overall you get drafted is your higher initial rating in the next Madden. And then there's a mode where, like, number one overall pick, whoever that may be this year, uh, is going to get a 99 overall, uh, 99 overall card just like that instantly. Are you feeling like you don't know who's going to be the number one overall pick? Oh God, yeah. There's, it's, I don't. I think it's up in the air. Number one? No, number one is locked. No, yeah, it's number one locked. is locked and loaded. I think they've even come out and said that you know they have their. That's their guy. That's their guy. Two and beyond, though, I think it's just so wide open. You got. I think there's going to be five or six moves in and out of the you know maybe the top twelve from trades. And whoa, you think that many? I do. I think six, and you, you hear some of these, you know, you what mock drafts, you know, whatever. You and I could probably sit down and put together a better mock draft than some of these other yahoos that are out there. But when you start to hear general managers coming out the day before or the week of the draft and actually talking about, like, um, Shanahan was just interviewed earlier this week, or actually it might have been this morning, um, where he talked about, you know, they asked him, is Jimmy Garoppolo on this team come Thursday? And, he's, and, he, and a coach like said no. He just said he didn't say yes, but he didn't say no, you know, hardcore. He just said, um, I, I don't even know who's going to be alive. I think that was his terms. Like, I'm not even sure who's going to be alive come Thursday. So how can I say that my quarterback's going to be there? So, That's such a smoke screen for them to put up. Screen. Yeah. I mean, you don't trade to the number three overall pick and give up what you gave up to not draft anything else well, but a quarterback. And you said, like, they're high on Mac Jones. Like, like, And I don't know why they're high on Mac Jones. I've not been impressed by him. I think he's actually – one of the bottom tier quarterbacks in this year's draft. He's a total Mitchell Trubisky type quarterback. There was another quarterback you weren't very high on either because of uh, the college that he came from. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields, I think recently was the best uh, player to come out of Ohio State from a quarterback standpoint. And you're talking about Dwayne Haskins and JT Barrett. And then uh, was it Braxton Miller was a superstar. And then he converted wide receiver and i think he's out of the league now mm. so historically they don't have a great team however justin fields has the opportunity to turn that around and give ohio state a name i was referring to trey lance oh trey lance well that one i was talking with i was talking with joey and brad about this earlier was there's not a whole lot of film on trey lance and he's only i think he's only started 12 games something like that something like that yeah but I think if anyone, if he falls to that position, is going to be a total Belichick pick. Yeah, I like that. I think he could be a total. Well, but you were you were also talking earlier about the fact that the Patriots don't have a long history of drafting quarterbacks high. No, no. The last quarterback they drafted anywhere high was in I think the second round, and that was Jimmy G. Now, fortunately, they were able to trade him for pretty good price because. He was Tom Brady's backup. Everyone was like, it's the Messiah. It's the second coming. And so far, that hasn't uh, – I don't think that's panned out. Atlanta's so high on um, Trey Lance. So, like, they've had, they've been at every single one of his workouts, every single one of his – like, that's the one team that they said has the most steam behind him. So, unless San Francisco does a move and they're talking about, like, you know, San Francisco could end up with, like, one of three quarterbacks. It's their four quarterbacks, Trey Lance – 
Mac Jones, Matt Ryan. They talked about if they do make a move with uh, Atlanta to to move up or um, Kirk Cousins, which I wouldn't mind seeing too. I saw a bunch of rumors about like a three-way deal where Matt Ryan ends up with the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Kirk Cousins ends up with San Francisco because they're high on Kirk Cousins. And then Trey Lance back with uh, Atlanta, and then everybody's happy. So essentially the Vikings would be getting an MVP quarterback. For the first time Wait, in At this long? point, is Matt Ryan that much better than Kirk Cousins? Yes. Yes. You think? No, no. <laughs> he doesn't fold on third downs, I feel like. Dude, he's yeah, – I don't know, man. That's it's. I don't think it's as big of a It's kind of a wash. Yeah, right. it's a wash where it's like – You're right. It's we get out of that ugly contract with Kirk, though. Well, there is one quarterback that hasn't been mentioned yet who I think actually has the potential to be the best quarterback in this draft in Zach Wilson. Because we – well, I don't know that we've talked about Trevor Lawrence either. He's the lock number one. Well, I know that, yeah, but, but we haven't really be... like. I, that's just, he goes without saying. That dude's a winner. He's lost five games in his entire football career, dating back to Pee Wee. So <laughs> <laughs> here's why. Here's why Trevor Lawrence is a stud. So when he was out, when he I think he missed like three or four games this last he year. He missed like yeah, like three, four, three I games think. maybe. I mean, but when they when he was out, Clemson struggled. Right. They it's did. not like one of these things where you get next man up. It's the system. There's enough talent around you where you're just going to, you know, it's like you're, you don't miss the, you know, Trevor Lawrence. But when he was out, they struggled. And uh, when well, they lose to Notre Dame. So it's like, you know, then he comes back and they just, you know, they just walk. So didn't win the national championship. But I do think that that's a sign of a good quarterback. And it's not, you know, he's playing above the system. I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is legitimately the biggest quarterback prospect since Vince Young. I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, he, I can see that. He may be the the overall number one lock, but one thing is even more certain. He won't get drafted until there's about 30 seconds left on that clock. <laughs> I hate that. Oh. It's like, you know, just go up there, be proud, own your pick. Everyone and their mother knows who you're picking. Is but, there anything better than the uh, – but, but then when – because you know they will. They're going to revisit Aaron Rodgers – Sitting there, mm-hmm. sweating for, it. They do every smiling. year. What about Sebastian Janikowski getting picked in the first round? I didn't know that until yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need that so big leg. the draft is it back in Vegas, right? Isn't it? I don't uh, know. I think it is. Oh, no, I, think I don't think it's in Vegas. Redo. I think they're giving a because it's supposed to be in That's Vegas. back in Vegas. Isn't it? Well, I thought it's usually in think, Times Square. Madison I think it's Garden. in. Oh, they they're, they're rotating it now. I want like, to different areas. It was I supposed to be in Vegas last year, but it is in Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland got a do-over. Cleveland wow. rocks. When it was supposed to be in Vegas last year, they were talking about bringing these draft picks up on like boats through like oh, a gondola yeah. ride up, you know, to to see. <laughs> That's gonna know. be so cool though to see. I think next year is their do-over. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain. But Cleveland, I just can't wait draft? to see football in Vegas. You are correct. 2022 is in Vegas. Okay. So one of the highest rated kids in the in the draft is is Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Monster. as from a position perspective, like, like Trevor Lawrence is obviously who you take. Like you try to build a franchise around, but Kyle Pitts, like, and 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 same with some offensive linemen that are coming out. Like, um, you just know that they're going to be inserted day one, day day one. one starter. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, it just seems like a really really good draft. Class. It's a pretty stacked class. For potential, it's a stacked class. And great for the hobby. Yep. Great for the hobby. Absolutely. 
fun. Right? Like Trevor Lawrence cards? I don't even want it. Um, I, <laughs> but I don't get how that's going to work. We were talking earlier about the about the exclusivity with tops and how how that's going to work with Panini. Joe, you had, you had mentioned that maybe uh, or that Panini said he's going to be in all of the all of the products just without yeah, just without team name or well, something. Well, I think Pan, I think Tops would not have the ability to put in team names Correct. on it. Does that mean that Panini wouldn't have the ability to put Trevor's name on there? I don't I don't know exactly how this yeah. is going to work. We'll yet. have to read more up on that, but yeah, I think He's definitely doing a a, a fifty card series with tops exclusive, that uh, you know I haven't heard of a any of these college football players coming out and doing anything other than something with Panini. So this is uh, he's uh, he's you know he's turning a page a little bit with the with the with the hobby and that exclusivity piece. So there's a couple things that mark the end of a football season in the hobby and. The two biggest ones, one we just had it with National Treasures and Holy Smokes, are there some Holy Smokes that did it again? At least you haven't fangirled yet. I thought about it. Okay. <laughs> I thought about it. I literally caught myself yeah. on that one. Was that on the pits? Or who was it? No. Uh, no. No. I actually don't remember the exact moment, but I remember thinking, I want to say it, but I'm not going to. Good control. Yeah, thank you. A self-constraint thing. So, <clears throat> what so so uh national treasures was awesome but what marks the end is flawless oh my god yes we're two weeks out from flawless but then but then the draft usually happens right in conjunction with the with the flawless release it's like the last huge uh uh, release before they start to take pictures of the new draft class and their uniforms and then we get to origins again and the the hobby recycles yeah yeah so, so all of this stuff kind of brings to brings to light for me, like what's going to happen with last year's draft class now, and who's set up for success, and whose cards would be ideal to to pick up today, so that you can you know potentially flip them mid season. Who's off? Who's who's lined up for a hot start? Yep. Who's more longer term? Are there people that didn't? Uh, you know, I'll bring up one that I that I do not think is it, it was probably hotter last year than it, well two, um, but one in particular is Jake Fromm. Like we're yes. a lot of people are big on we're big on Jake Fromm, like great quarterback, college yep. wise. But I mean, unless Nick Eason, another one where well, like Jake you just, yeah, Jacob Eason too. Yeah. Right. Jake Fromm went to the Bills, right? Right. Well, now the Bills have Mitchell Trubisky as a backup, so that drops him down to third. That's a great point. Yeah, for sure. So Fromm cards like tank, tank. I think tank. I mean, for the time being, it's we've gonna just added a Jake Fromm card to the uh, Jordan Love giveaway. There you go. Two of them. So there's there's a and and that's 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 actually not true because I think I already got rid of all my Jake Fromm cards fortunately, but well, let me ask you a question. So last year, right? When did the Justin Herbert card start to blow up? Like halfway through right the year? No, um, no, no. It was a few weeks. It was once weeks. he started because no, he didn't start. It was fast. He was sitting behind Tyrod Taylor for a yeah, while. Yeah, but it he was sat fast. Behind, I'm gonna say one or once two. he that's started good, that's playing. A, that's a good question. It went up fast. See, and this is what's different about this year, right? Is like last year you had Joe Burrow who came out and everyone was high on him, so his cards were had value right away. He started right away. Now I would say Herbert is obviously probably a step ahead, right, from a value perspective on his cards. 
But I, don't, I would say that it was almost halfway through the year where he was starting to establish himself as like, okay, this dude could be, you know, a generational type quarterback if he, you know, if he, if he continues to play at this level. Um, but how long does it take for that, um, for that, those rookies to really gain steam, right? Is there enough speculation at the beginning of the draft here this year because of all the name and the hype of the offensive positions that these cards are going to be worth value right out of the gate? I think there's three names four names maybe that will start right out of the gate with high value. Those being Trevor Lawrence, Najee Harris, it'll be Jamar Chase, and Devontae Smith. So you may have names that start out hot. Trevor is obviously going to be yes. up and above. Yeah, he was like a Joe Trevor. Burrow. But like, whoever like... San Francisco drafts is going to be one that 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 um, that may grow yep. exponentially yep. within the first week or two. So... But then is it all the speculation on these quarterbacks coming out that drive the value of other players' cards, right? Or do we have to wait six weeks before these rookies really start to establish themselves? Yeah, because I'm is, thinking, is all the speculation going to drive the value on some of these? I think you could see a preseason. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, especially with San Francisco, I think what quarterback they draft is actually going to have not a dramatic effect to the price of those of – Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, you could argue. Uh, if they take Mac Jones, I feel like the average card value is going to go down a little bit. But if they draft someone exciting, like if if Pitts, well, they won't draft Pitts. I guess. Well, so let's say this. Let's say you have a, an opportunity to load up on a sophomore. Yep. Because I think those are the sophomores are the ones that are going to get the buzz, right? Just on the speculation on some of these quarterbacks or these other positions coming up. So who out. are you picking up? Brandon Ayuk. Why? Well, I think I hope and traditionally the Niners aren't horrible with their drafts. They have they've they've hit it pretty pretty well these past few years. Uh, I think you should trust the 49ers front office to bring in a quarterback. I'm thinking Justin Fields or Zach Wilson if he falls somehow, and that the expectations of Justin Fields should bring the card prices of all the receivers and especially the second year Brandon Ayuk up a little bit at minimum. That's fair. I'm just, it's probably the most obvious answer, but I'm going to go LaVisca Chenault Jr. I think he's, you got Trevor Lawrence coming in more than likely. Yep. Chenault was like actually a, a pretty stud rookie. You know, that's the back half of the year once he kind of got through that injury. But uh, I, I just think he's going to blow up, and I hope so anyways, because I've been kind of stockpiling his rookie cards here for the better part of six months since you kind of understood what that draft order was going to be. Well, I think you guys have great takes. I mean, I think those are certainly options. So let's that... hear with the right one, Brandon. <laughs> I think you already knew where I was going. It was a good try, uh, but both of you are wrong. What act who – who is going to be the best sophomore is uh, Jordan Love. And there's a couple of specific reasons. Oh. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will retire before the start of the season and become the permanent host of Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, man, like, Jordan I'm Love, taking you back to Vegas. Jordan, and we're gonna, <laughs> Jordan Love will be the hottest commodity in in the hobby yeah uh mark mark my words and and because of that you should uh you should certainly tune in to our breaks next monday night in fact we have uh uh we have a few words from from our sponsorship who who might be ourselves just headlining that in a little bit uh we'll be we'll be right back with you 
right after these words. Yo, Connor, you been out to uh, Denari's Facebook page recently? Uh, no, Joe. What's uh, what's over there? Don't you work for Denari? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> they got a uh, Show Denari Some Love contest running right now where you get a chance to win a Jordan Love autographed football card. All you got to do is like their page, comment on that post with the, uh, the word love, and uh, you'll be entered into a random drawing that will be uh, ran on May 2nd. Um, they're back to breaking again uh, on May 2nd as well. They're going to be breaking two boxes of Contenders football. Nothing but fire been pulled from those recently. Nice. And two boxes of Don Ross Hobby Baseball. This will be the first time that they're going to be breaking that, so excited to see how that goes. Um, while you're out there, check out the Get Carded podcast. All of the episodes are posted out there. And you can uh, find that at Denari Sports is their Facebook page name. Um, also can find Denari at uh, Denari Co. on Twitter and Instagram. And then finally, check them out at uh, www.denari.com. Joe, how do you spell Denari? Funny you should ask. Uh, let me see if I can get this right. D-Y-N-A-R-I-I. That's D-Y-N-A-R-I-I.com. Denari. Nice. Joey out. All right, so we just covered a, a number of things, including sophomore seasons and who may do really well, who may not do uh, very well. You guys gave a couple of good tries. Uh, like you said, Joey, I gave the right one, so thank you for that. Um, let, let's transition a bit into to things that are coming out. It continues to be a slow season for the hobby, and, it, and it's usually the case outside of you know, uh, uh, baseball and, and hockey, which, which, which start their more significant releases at this point in time. But, but we just got through the toughest part of the hobby season. One of the most interesting things that I think has, has, has come from that is typically, and, and this is why you can never time the things that, that you invest in. It's, it's that generally speaking, football cards decline in February, March, April, and then start to pick back up as soon as the, the draft is, is starting. But we haven't seen it. Uh, in fact, there's been some Baker Mayfield, uh, there's been some Baker Mayfield cards that have increased significantly during this time. Uh, I mean, I think Cleveland has a really good, really good uh, uh, set of circumstances that are there. I think the draft too will create some different buzz than you know, on some of these other players too, and try to get a little surge back into the hobby. But yeah, it's 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 slowing down. It's just the the lull. But there's a number of things that are coming up. So I'll I'll, I'll get the 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 one that's because the one that's making the news the most right now are things like the. Uh, so I just saw that uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I I would bet everything I own on Floyd Mayweather and get get. A hundred dollars. What was profit, it like? Yeah. I think Jake Paul only he, he gets like thirty pounds on him, right? Like I think he can be at one ninety and Floyd has to be at one sixty. Yeah, something like it that. Won't matter. No, it's, if it matters, like, yeah, I will just lose that sport all in general. Like that's just not. Yeah, I can't. Could you imagine the kickback over the sports world if Logan Paul knocks out Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of technicalities that that young Paul has over. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of measurements, right? Like Reach. YouTube followers. <laughs> yeah, YouTube followers. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Moneymaker has uh, some, 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 some pretty good following, I'm sure. Um, but, but to that extent, the UFC cards, Prism, are coming out. It doesn't have all the top names, no. which is which is interesting. 
So I didn't. Th there's not the Gracies in there. There's not the McGregor. I didn't see any of those names. Maybe I missed. I think they're already kind of on the downfall or like the the back half of their career too, right? So they may not be getting the steam. I don't know enough about it, but um, I think there's a lot of new young. Like the, the last two UFC fights, I'm like, who the hell are these people fighting? Like it's just names I haven't heard of. So I need to apparently read a. So so let let me introduce this. What do you think? What do you think a box of USC Prism is retailing for? Fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna say um, six ninety nine. That's pretty, that's not bad. Eight ninety nine. Okay. I wouldn't it's pay. Still, I wouldn't pay eight dollars and ninety nine It's still rookie. I get it's, it. Yeah, it's still autographs. It's still. Yeah. You know, if that's your thing. But if you don't have Gracie or or McGregor or, I mean, John Shamrock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Honestly, though. Yeah. Right. Getting some of these uh, it's these like old timers in there. One, two, and three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but. And that was great too because they just laid on the ground. Like it was, it was untimed. They just yeah. laid on the ground in a grapple for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> like, Whoever fell asleep first, <laughs> including the audience. So, so what else? What else is out there this this week? You know me and my my hockey. So I don't. I get like a short little period of the year where I can plug these 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 hockey cards. And you know I know that we're 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 streaming live you know, video. Carilla Thrill um, shirt on to you know tonight to. Um, talk a little bit about uh, the 2020 2021 get that out um, SP game used hockey um, product um, by upper deck and it's uh, it's loaded with parallels it's loaded with all uh, only 100 base cards um, 100 base players um, probably about 24 different parallels it looks like number of one of ones but like some of the the, the memorabilia that's in here you get like uh, what is it like hockey skate parts of hockey skates Parts of pucks, parts of um, um, hockey sticks, uh, the uh, the draft uniforms that they wore on draft night. They cut the, the letters out of their last name, and you can you know good luck getting the, the whole complete collection of that. But how cool would that be? They tried to put some ice in there, but that didn't that didn't. You just hope well. that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to keep it in the freezer. Is there uh, is there any Capri Sun in this in this hobby? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely like no. So you know, yeah, the Young Gun is still the uh, the card to have, and uh, which I do now have in my possession. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's got a couple. Uh, um, well, one rookie card, but I think there's probably six different parallels to it. And then he's got a memorabilia card already, and then. Uh, it says draft, but I'd be curious because he was drafted and he said, you know, he sat in Russia for about four years, and that's why he's a 23-year-old rookie. Um, and tearing it up, by the way. How about you, Connor? What are you looking forward to? Uh, so something I wasn't big on until I read up about it is the 2020 Panini Chronicles, which takes a bunch of different. I love the Chronicles. Bunch products. of different boxes throughout the year, throws them all into one box. It's kind of like NFL Panini Honors, which I hated. Because it came with two base cards and one card that was renumbered with a Sharpie. <laughs> and I didn't like that, but I do like the idea of kind of a mixing pot or melting pot of different programs throughout the year in one box. And these boxes are retailing at $489 a box. And you see there's black, there's a black Justin Jefferson prism in there. There's rated rookie Joe Burrows. You have stuff from contenders in there. You have Crown Royale, all kind of in the same product, and I think that has a lot of upside to it. I just think it's exciting to break. Like you know, the baseball's got twenty-five different products, you know, in their Chronicles parts. So I'm sure football's right there too. But you just don't, you know, you when you're breaking a box of Prism or you're breaking a box of Contenders, you know that 
okay, these are all going to be just contenders cards where you get the, that Chronicles product. It's just fun. It's kind of like a, playing Russian roulette. It's like a bag of Halloween candy. And from a baseball perspective, you have Bowman coming out, which is a big, big release. Joe, yeah. you were uh, telling me earlier there's a, a first series, right? The rookies. Yep. What, Bowman first. Bowman first. Yep. That's Bowman right. first. Um, tons of parallels, platinum one ones and almost every color in the rainbow. Well, this can... is the first time, too, that I have saw that they came out with a die-cut um, first Bowman. So I just don't, I don't I could be wrong, and that could be uh, something that's been out year over year. But it's the first time that I've seen it when I was looking through the checklist there. And baseball card boxes continue to be very, in my opinion, reasonably priced mm-hmm. in um, in comparison to, to 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 football or basketball specifically. Well, I think you get like with baseball, you're you're rolling the dice on these rookies, right? Like, yeah, you know, there's a lot more of them. There's a ton of them, right? And the 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 the, the chance that they fail is a lot higher than in any other sport, right? So, you know, you get like, yeah, you you might have gotten lucky on a Trout or an Acuna or you know, a Tatis Jr., you know, but you just don't know until, you know, a year or two into it. And then by that point, you better have already bought into those those rookie cards. But yeah, Bowman's a good product. I like that, you know, in terms of the, you know, their version of, you know, baseball now. I still always like the, uh, you know, the Don Ross baseball and the rated rookie baseball rookie. Like that's, to this day, it's my favorite type of rookie for on the baseball side of those rated rookies. So preview for next week is when flawless football again is is coming out. Uh, guesses on uh, case of so a case has two briefcases, mm-hmm. right? Typically paid, I think four thousand, forty five hundred for how many cards? Seven. Seven. I think there's eight. Ones. I think there's, there might be more than that. Even. I think there's five or six in the pack, and then there's the three that sit in the briefcase. There's the three in the yeah. I think, I think it's yeah, like that eight. sounds about right. That sounds about right. My lady would kick my ass if I walked in with two briefcases of seven cards. I would not tell. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hide in a corner with it. I don't know how it. Was my she's on box. top of everything, so there's. No, I mean, I wouldn't be able to actually hide it. I'd just be like, I got a. You make your confessions brief- on this show. I've got a new briefcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. listen. To I just throw out hide. Yeah. That was, that's what I would briefcases use. Briefcases are back. Yeah, yeah. Briefcases are back. I got a trapper keeper in there with my. Manila folders. But I've seen some breaks where it has like a team logo on it or like they're all one of ones. You imagine? Yeah. Yeah. One of them I saw, it was all one of ones. And they, the breaker sent the briefcase with it too. He was just like, this is his box. This is his box. Just his box. And he actually, you know what's funny is he refunded everyone else. So, so Flawless has uh, 20, it's number 25 to less. It's 8,500 a box. Oh my God. That's insane. A box? Yeah. They so better it's gotta sell be, those quick. It's got to be 16, 16 grand a case. 16 grand a case. 17 grand a case. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now that, that'll so probably come when down. Are, yeah. I'm, when are we, no when are we breaking it? Yeah. Good question. Good question. I probably won't see a lot of- Are those of, in the foreign markets or the foreign auctions or is that- uh, I don't know where else? they will be, but I'm interested to, to watch. That's crazy. Maybe a- Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, so uh, kind of a slow week on new releases next week and and the upcoming weeks with the with the draft being completed and and some of the more premier products in basketball and baseball uh, coming out in in uh, in the in the May time May June time frame. I think the hobby will, uh, will spark back up a little bit. There's there seemed to be a little bit of a lull. I, th- I think for us it's probably more of the fact that we haven't been breaking as much because of the evil kingdom 
which is not a sponsor of our show. Not yet. Not no. yet. That'll be a while. I've been reaching out. Okay. <laughs> I've been reaching out extensively. Yeah. Uh, but it's we the should, cartel. We should. Yeah, it is. It is, and I'll, and and we should have that uh, piece squared away quickly. But we do have uh, d- d- time for 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 two more of our most important segments, and one uh, we we started last week in terms of thinking through what our base sets would be. Joe had records. Brad's won by far, right? Economists and that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Economists and uh, uh, I I can't recall. Uh, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was probably it probably just is already over your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and mine golf uh, courses was golf courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flags in particular, the logos and and um, who won? Who won last week? That was you, Joe. Yeah. Oops. Yep. Well, it's because my vote didn't count. <laughs> but I made myself the judge. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right. Thanks, so we, Brad. So we figured, yeah, that'd be a good segment. Brad gets to be the judge, and I get to ask you guys <laughs> questions. So this, this segment's called Brad's Brad's Game, Brad's Rules. <laughs> Here's how it works. Brought to you by Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Our second sponsor, me. Uh, so here's how this one works. I'm going to ask you guys... Three questions. You each get to answer. In order of age. I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, well, each of you gets to go first one time, second one time, third right. one time. But uh, you got about 20 seconds to, to think about and, uh, and spit out your answer. Keep it short, a few sentences. And then uh, end of each round, I'll award a, Ollie will award a point to the winner of that round. I don't need to explain myself. I might. But uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. And then at the end, uh, I'm also the tiebreaker too. So there will be a. There will be a winner of the segment. So, uh, first one. You, can you tie with three rounds? Oh, one apiece. You I can, guess. but I'll break yeah. the tie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's three of you. Yeah. I was just assuming to win all three, and then it's just a wash. just have good answers. Yeah. I thought I thought math was one of Connor's strong suits. <laughs> I have to revisit this. One. <laughs> uh, we, we're also available for tuning after the show. Uh, but uh, first one, we'll we'll go this way. So Brandon, you'll be first on the in the uh, on the first question. Connor, your second. Joe, third. So here's the here's the first question. Who would you choose to be your co-star in an '80s style action movie? Pretty easy for me. Um, actually, I'm sorry, it's not easy. I'm 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 going through two right now, and I'm going to go. Oh, I could go either way. I'm just gonna uh, Sylvester Stallone. So there, there's a there's a there's a, a, a ton of movies, but he, but yeah, Sly just by Sly. far. All right, Connor. Do they have to be? Did they have to be a movie star in the '80s? And it's like no, this is a you're filming an '80s style movie, so this is like you know. Oh yeah, that's easy for me. I mean, I feel like this dude could accompany anyone in any movie. My guy being Robert Downey Jr. Nice. I, like uh, I mean, I don't think I've seen him play anything where I wasn't like he he killed that. Uh, I I mean, th- I think he's just the best choice here. I, I, 80s action. I mean, he's already got experience with Marvel and the Avengers, so action's not anything he's afraid of. Joey, easy, easy. I got this because we share the same like ab structure. Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Spicoli. You know, what? like I think from fast. You know that. Uh, you know. Um, I just, you know, he's, uh, 
he's an icon from the 80s you know we uh we're just both inspirational as all get up and so yeah matthew mcconaughey i'd like to see him try but connor gets the point for this round all right so connor you're going <laughs> second wow what connor you're gonna go first in this <sighs> round joey even with the abs brandon <laughs> I, I, I like how you brought it out there. You gave me the you gave uh, me the visual, but yeah. So, Connor, you're first in this round. Joe, you're second. Brandon, you rounded out. Question number two: Which athlete did you emulate most as a child? Randy Easy. Moss. Randy Moss. And the backstory behind that goes back to you Madden look 08. What's up? You guys do look alike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm six four. I run. Yeah, I, I know. It's. Uncanny. I remember. I remember the mossed out bedroom. Yeah. 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 It, so. I mean, it started back in Madden 08. It's kind of, he kind of gave me my football fandom. I was playing Madden because I would watch, I would watch my dad play it all the time. And I just picked this team with a red, white, and blue logo. And this dude was number six at the time. I didn't know why. And for whatever reason, whenever I would just chuck it deep and I'd hear the thunder roar as you throw it deep. This dude would always catch it every single time. And he became my favorite NFL player from there. And it was not until years later I found out that he had first played with the Vikings, which was just a bonus. But that, that would have been my, my emulation of an athlete. So I'm going to stay on the body style theme. And I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Try Pudge, it again. Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge? All right. Yep. Not, not Derrick Henry. <laughs> Um, I would have taken so you for a Derrick Henry. you're out in the front yard by yourself, and, and you're coming up to, to, to Ivan Rodriguez, to man, to this day, like, just, he played the game right. He was a hell of a ball player, offensive, defensive. Joey was a catcher. I was so. a catcher. So <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Pudge, Pudge Rodriguez. And and uh, this, has, this has no reference to physical stature, maybe just a touch, but without question, Kirby Puckett. Yeah. Clutch player, turkey bucket, like big, big time, like big time moments. He just didn't fail. He just never disappointed. Like whether it's whether it's catching a ball against the plexiglass or all the I see you tomorrow night. Like this, there's too many memories uh, as as a kid, and especially being being a, a kid who may have uh, been a little under average in a, in, in in the height category. Uh, huge. It didn't end up being my favorite player of all time, but definitely that's who I emulated growing up. So you guys are going to be able to start profiling me here pretty soon too, but uh, Brandon gets that round. Okay, question number three. Might have played to the judge on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Question number three. Uh, So, Joey, you're going first on this one. Uh, So uh, why would you choose to go to New Zealand over Paris for vacation? Easy, because the French are a bunch of – you can just fill in the blank. No, um – New Zealand, again, you know, we, unlike Brandon, I do like to hike. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, wilderness, animals, kangaroo. I've often thought about, like, what it'd be like to box a kangaroo. So... I'm going to go with – that's that's my reason. Boxing a kangaroo would be the reason why I, I would like go to I like where you were going at the beginning. About, I think the phrase you were looking yeah. for was a cheese-eating surrender monkey. I, I Correct. Believe, yeah, well, right. you know, and, you know, they – they, they should be much more welcoming welcoming of us Americans over in France because if it wasn't for us, they'd be speaking German. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I have no desire to go to Europe, like zero desire to visit Europe at the, uh, at the moment. So I it's would, a default play. I would like – it is a default play because I would like to go to Hawaii, and New Zealand I feel like is very uh, close in terms of uh, – um, 
um, visuals, aesthetics, nature, the beach. Yeah, geography, the beach. I mean, there's just so many things that I feel like my eyes would just soak in the landscape that, that by far. You know, uh, what what I hesitate with, though, if there's one place my lady wants to go it's to see the eiffel tower so mm-hmm. i might have lost some brownie points there but i would just tell her it wasn't a good show tonight tell her not to listen okay yeah. good point good point new zealand i gotta go new zealand too i mean i've seen pictures of all the national parks there and every one of them looks like it's not from this planet it's the most vibrant colorful uh beautiful landscaping it's the water is in some cases crystal blue you can see all the way down the water and i've seen some of the travel videos there and i think that place would just be unreal hold on before you judge kind of said landscaping as though, <laughs> as though there mean, are people you, you, you don't you don't <laughs> need to rub in his loss for this uh, round yeah. joe joey gets this round and easy you, you came in second on the first two joey gets the win for tonight oh uh, joey come, come back i'm very come back <laughs> socialism <laughs> Hey, I'm just I'm judging them as yeah. they hear. No, hey, the boxing a boxing a kangaroo, man, beat that. Have you seen that video where that guy's boxing a kangaroo? Like it's the kangaroo's no, got his dog. No, I see all of them where the kangaroos are just. Yeah, like well, the kangaroos like got up. the dog in a headlock, and his dude runs up to the kangaroo and, and like socks, socks him. and then they yeah. start like squaring and up. They, yeah, they square they, up. Right. It's like I saw one like that where he socks the kangaroo, and the kangaroo just kind of looks back at him and it's all stunned like you really just you really just hit me that was a joke you're not actually supposed to do that and, and that like, kangaroo's a swole as hell too. yeah and the kangaroo's like looking like derrick henry just towering over him he's like oh really you want to do this so what you uh what you got over there v what are you drinking well i was gonna say that game's awful uh just in terms of who wins but it's fine uh we're gonna uh, i thought it was a good segue to to get to one of the more important moments is our uh, speaking of boxing or fighting yeah, that's a good. That's that's good. That's good. We 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 were going to talk about, or at least uh, visit the proper twelve Irish whiskey. So this is the this is the Irish whiskey that Conor McGregor uh, endorses. And for those who are on the live, they can see that the, the bottle that we got tonight came with a hoodie. <laughs> that's awesome. If that doesn't scream or scream quality, I don't know what does. Uh, what it does scream is is adorableness. Yes, <laughs> it does. Yes. and it also tasted pretty good. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's good. I mean, I did mix it with some ginger ale, so it is a it is a uh, uh, a, a discount version, a generic version. I would say at least initially of uh, of a Jameson ginger. Maybe you should tell that to Connor, who pulled and poured me a full glass of it. Uh, <laughs> thinking I should just drink this like a, you know, full lowball. I did say, Connor, can you fill uh, up Joey's drink? And he takes the bottle and literally just dumps Irish whiskey. I filled up Joey's rim. drink. I don't know what else you wanted me to do. Well, Slancha, boys. Slancha. Salute. All right. Cheers. Toast, everyone. Until next time. Joey out.